0: You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtonowmedia.com.
1: And welcome to The Game Corner, where we discuss all the games that everyone has been playing during the lockdown. We are back after a week's break for our 11th episode. And I'm thrilled to say that we have someone new on the show, all the way from California. Would you like to introduce yourself?
0: Hi, folks. Uh, I'm Vincent, and welcome from sunny California.
1: Excellent. And may I ask, how are things in California at the moment?
0: You know, not bad. Uh, We're finally getting rid of all the chillier weather, starting to warm up. And, uh, you know, otherwise we're doing pretty good.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Now, before we get into the games, uh, we kind of got in touch with each other through kind of a podcast Facebook group. So why don't you kind of let everyone know where they can find you, like online?
0: So for my podcast, um, my direct link is anchorfm forward slash nerd1. If you want to go the social media route, I'm on Instagram at nerd1podcast. And from time to time, I dabble in Twitter at nerd15.
1: Excellent. Very commendable. I must say I'm not quite brave enough for Twitter myself.
0: It has its ups and downs. (laughs)
1: well then tell us something as i mentioned to you off the air this this show is about kind of the games that people have been playing during the lockdown now we are an irish based show so we kind of have all of our guests so far have had a very similar experience around march everything shut down and about two weeks ago we decided to open everything up over there so How have things been California side? Has the lockdown or even just all the kind of madness in the world affected you at all so far?
0: Uh, Work-wise, you know, everything really shut down about the same time you guys did around March or so. Mm. And we have been gradually reopening things. It's been, they call it a phased reopening. Mm. So honestly, I've been home. I was actually home for about a month and a half. I had to go back to work till the middle of april and even then things aren't 100 yet
1: okay because like uh i must confess i've never been to the united states myself but like uh whenever i try and look up news about it it's incredibly like kind of lots of a million things happening at once like what's the kind of view from the ground there is like everything like is it just been like staying at home or is it a little bit more frantic than that
0: It's a little more frantic. Um, when the whole shutdown quarantine thing started over here, there was a lot of panic buying from people for necessities like food and water. Uh, toiletries was huge for some reason. Um, but as time went on, things kind of calmed down a little bit. Even though we're still on the lockdown quarantine, people realized that it was not the apocalypse. It was more of a, hey, guys, we got to take a step back. Don't go up that much and just hang it at home, read a good book, play a game.
1: Well, I mean, you raise a very good point there. Like, and uh, I when I'm not doing this, I work in a bookshop and as soon as like there were whispers of like the schools closing and quarantine and all that kind of stuff, all of the jigsaws in the shop just like disappeared. Jigsaws and big Game of Thrones style history books, all of them just disappeared. Like, what was your <laughs> what was your thing that you went to, like, when you thought all oh, the shops are going to be closing, like?
0: Honestly, I went to a lot of, um, for anything I needed to do, I did online shopping. So, I did, it was like half my time was spent on really developing my podcast because I, I started doing this thing, this whole podcast, really with my phone and the headset that came with it. Oh, wow. Proper low tech, like. So... Really for us, uh, we stocked upon the essentials. Uh, We went and got a lot of, you know, box dried foods, um, you know, water. Um, We got the, honestly, just the usual amount of toiletries that we usually get. So no panic shopping there. But it was a lot of stocking upon food. Mm. Because all the restaurants shut down out here. Grocery stores were just overwhelmed.
1: Well, I mean, because you were talking briefly before uh, our little technical hiccup there. About starting your podcast, like the reason this show exists is because we're on a channel called Nerd to Know Media and we usually just it was like six of us hanging out. And we all had so much free time on our hands that we all just kind of branched off and did our own solo projects. Like so I suspect there's been quite a lot of people trying out new things and new projects and all that kind of stuff over the past two months.
0: Yeah. I know my wife became a bookworm during the quarantine. She bought a Kindle and she basically read a book, finished a book every other day. Wow. Uh,
1: see, I have a little 14-year-old uh, like baby. 14, not 14 years, 14-month-old 14 baby. So I think just getting through the day is kind of the order of business. <laughs> well, then, I hope that uh, you found some time to do some gaming as well, then. Is it just kind of video games that's your thing, or are you sort of like board games? What's your kind of thing?
0: Well, I love my board games. My wife hates them. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I have a few. They're quite dusty.
1: Oh, that's a shame. So, do you, do you uh, get, yeah. Video
0: games are usually my go-to.
1: Yeah. No, I get that. It's, uh, we're big into board games here, but we're at the mercy of when the baby naps. So we, we can't play something too complex. It's like more than an hour because even just the setting up is a huge time constraint, you know?
0: true
1: yeah so tell us about the video games you've been playing since the start of the lockdown now what's been your go-to thing
0: honestly my go-to has been uh spider-man on the ps4 because i'm a huge marvel fan Mm.
1: excellent and like uh done
0: oh sorry you can keep going there sorry oh um what i'd done is i'd beaten the game already but then i realized there was the uh The extension packs, packs, which I downloaded and decided I would give a shot at.
1: Excellent. And like for, because certainly we've only recently got a PlayStation 4 in this house. What kind of Spider-Man are we talking here? Because you've got your Miles Morales, you've got your MCU, Peter Parker. You've got a hundred million Spider-Mans. What's the Spider-Man story in this one?
0: Honestly, it's really Sony's own version of Spider-Man, so I mean they've had they've taken their take on it in two past uh, movie iterations. Mm-hmm. This one it really focuses on the, you know, post-high school, you know, in college Peter Parker, who is just again trying to make his way through life, um, having no luck on anything <laughs> except for he happens to land a job with Otto Octavius
1: okay so that's that's a pretty good hook there so it's not based on like existing comic source material or the oh i keep going to andrew garfield even though he's been gone a while uh the current mcu spider-man whose name will pop into my head and a sec. Like, tom holland it's not based on that
0: then yep no it's really they've done their own idea with this hmm
1: excellent and like what do you find enjoyable about it because the last spider-man games i've played were the sort of toby maguire ish ones what kind of advancements have they made does it still feel cool to swing around the city
0: it does and there's a lot more mechanics to it as well where you can swing around um you can actually run and walk on the walls now depending on how you're swinging yeah. uh you can battle for the air as well which i understand it was kind of there before as well but now it's more fluid the i mean honestly it's what they wanted to do in the past but didn't have the technolo- technology to do it yeah now they do and it's done
1: okay and like um i suppose kind of getting into the roster of villains would be a bit too spoilery but like what are your favorite of the new ideas this game brings to the table what are your favorites?
0: it's going to sound kind of grim mm-hmm. but they're not afraid to kill a character
1: ooh okay because like I suppose that's the risky thing about a Spider-Man game is that like everyone kind of knows the tropes. He loves Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane. You know, Venom is evil and not evil. So you can't, okay, without telling us, like it's sort of plays fast and loose with the lore of Spider-Man then.
0: It does. It really takes the risks that you would really hope that the, the movies would, but won't because it's kind of Disney property. Yeah. With this being a Sony property and Sony, Sony game, they could care less. So let's make it good, and let's we'll see what happens.
1: Okay, and I must say it's because this came out last year, I believe, and it's incredibly impressive that it's this Spider-Man has really kind of got its own following because it came out in the same year as Spider-Verse, as Spider-Man: Far From Home, as some other Spider-Man I've probably already forgotten, like. um is this your favorite iteration of the character, or is there like what, what makes this Peter Parker special?:
0: Honestly, the one that kind of makes this one special is that none of the Spider-Man in the movies have really kind of shut off his intelligence, his okay. genius, and this one it allows you to play with it, kind of like you know what you want to do to the character in a way of technology and all that you can You can get a feel for it
1: and like um, so I've got to ask though, because I feel like this is the first thing my head goes to when it comes to a spider man game, the swinging like I remember growing up, either he stuck to the walls and it was incredibly awkward, or he just swung off the sky, and you just like there was absolutely like no involvement whatsoever. How does the swinging work?
0: well. They're particular about how you do it. So, you know, if there's a building around, yes, you can swing around. If there's not, you try to shoot your web, it's going to go nowhere. So they're very particular on that you have something to swing with. You just can't okay. swing whenever you feel like it. Um, you can crawl the walls. You can run up them as well, depending on your speed that you're, you're actually swinging onto it with. So you have to you know, get a feel for it as if you're a real person in it. Oh, a real person with Spider-Man powers.
1: And, like, I've got to ask, though, one more thing about the Spider-Man game. Like, um, what's the combat like? Because, um, like, I always find that a bit of a barrier when getting kind of into fighting games, you know? You
0: really got to know how to work the combos in this. So, I mean, every, every thug has, like, a certain ability they need to get around. Uh, each villain has the same thing where you need to kind of critique your fighting moves, your fighting style to get really around them, to defeat them. And every time either you say you get defeated in the game, you got to restart the level, restart the fight. It's not just the, the same kind of, you know, fight anymore. It's a whole new fight, same characters though.
1: Okay. All right. So it's not like kind of rinse, repeat, that kind of thing. It keeps you kind of, well, I suppose to go back to your own kind of, Praise earlier, it keeps you inventing.
0: Yeah, it's, you got to be on your toes.
1: Awesome sauce. Uh, before we go to our break now, is there like why did you go to this game in particular? Now was there just was it just because you had the free time or was there another reason?
0: Um, it was partially because of the free time. Also, you know, you don't want a game so good even though you've beaten it or you play so many times, you just got to play it again. Yeah. It has that feeling for it. <laughs>
1: all right well that's pretty much the highest praise you can give all right thank you Vincent we're going to take a quick break Uh, we're going to hear some wonderful messages from Dara and Lisa and possibly a few others I'm a nerd to know and then we'll be back in just a quick second stay with us all right so you're listening to the podcast you're like hey I'm not in Ireland how do I get in touch well tune in has you covered that's how you can check us out live when we're on the radio um, you go to tune in and download the app, or you can check out the live streams on nerdsnomedia.com or Phoenix 92.5 FM. If you want to get in contact with us, it's very easy. Media everywhere. Nerd to media on Twitter. Nerd to media Instagram. Nerd to media on Twitch.
0: NerdsNomedia at gmail.com. If you want to reach out via email. Hope to hear from you soon.
1: Are you a nerd? Do you like hearing about a bizarre range of topics from the world of nerd? Does your heart and hairstyle still belong in the nostalgic 90s? Are you a sucker for spooky weirdo things? Well, whether you're a hardcore nerd or a vanilla ice, ice baby, Straight Out of Canto is the podcast radio show for you! Straight Out of Canto. That's K A N T O. Ireland's number one show
0: for nerd culture, nightmares, nostalgia, and more. Straight Out of Canto.
1: Welcome back to the Game Corner. We are still with vincent dawson from the nerd one podcast for our first ever international collaboration uh vincent thank you for staying with us your first pick was the spider-man game on the playstation 4 what else have you been playing over the past few months
0: so i got back into playing um actually the elder scrolls games uh, oblivion in skyrim
1: Okay. Now, immediately when you say Elder Scrolls and Skyrim, I think big open world and incredibly difficult. Is that your experience of it?
0: Yes. And also it's a a beautiful open... I love the graphics on this game.
1: Okay. So... um, can I ask, is this a game that you've only kind of approached recently or is it one you've kind of grown up with like
0: So, I really got introduced with the whole Elder Scrolls series uh, with Elder Scrolls 4, back when it came out in I think like 2009, 2008. And really I saw it on, you know, the computer edition first. And I went out and bought it actually for the Xbox uh, 360 at the time. And I, I was hooked since then.
1: <laughs> Excellent. And like, um, can I ask, is it a bit of a time commitment? Because that's, I must say, even though I want to play Skyrim and all of them, that's been my biggest kind of engagement barrier. I've heard that people just disappear into it, you know?
0: You You can. Um, Honestly, there are so many side missions and quests that you can do that you could spend probably at least a good 100, 150 hours on it and still not finish it.
1: (laughs) Well, it's certainly value for money then. And like, I've heard this is kind of notorious for like side quests and things. Are you more for kind of gunning through the story or do you like to kind of take the long way around?
0: I take the long road. It's just, it's so much fun doing the long road. (laughs)
1: i know exactly what you mean like uh what's and i know that kind of it's a game that has been out for a while but like is this a game where like every it's just so big because there's a lot of things in it or is there a kind of random element to it like
0: well it's really a game where there's so much into it that depending on where you go what you do cuz of course there's that main storyline that you know you need eventually finish to beat the game but as you kind of walk along that path there's so many things to branch out to do like um in oblivion for example you can go in there and become you know head of the assassins guild because you just want to
1: and like um I've got to actually tell you what, let's actually take a few steps back because there may be someone, I think everyone is aware of these games, but like myself may not have played it. What exactly is the kind of pitch or story of Elder Scrolls Oblivion?
0: So Elder Scrolls Oblivion, the game is basically, um, like I mentioned earlier, it's an open world concept where you need to find the heir to the throne of, of Oblivion. Right, but oblivion of. I forget the name of the kingdom. (laughs) It's
1: quite all right. Don't worry about it. It, In my experience, it'll come. It'll come to you as soon as you hang up.
0: I'm pretty sure it will.
1: (laughs) So yes, you've got to find the heir to this uh, something or other.
0: And what you do is you're tasked to do this by the king himself, who is basically dying. And so as you go along, you kind of learn who you are. Um, you obtain weapons, um, most of transportation. You can buy houses in the game if you want to, um, and really, if you feel like it, you can battle anyone you want to.
1: Okay, so you have kind of unlimited freedom as far as like the way you interact with the world, then.
0: Right, so it's unlimited freedom with unlimited consequences as well.
1: Okay, so like. Okay, I've got to ask, what kind of consequences have you faced before?
0: I've had a warrant out for my death.
1: Okay, I think, how did you earn that?
0: I believe I killed the head knight of a foreign kingdom. Right. Why did you do that? I think he had something I wanted from him. I couldn't persuade him to give it to me freely, so I knew I had to get it, so I was gonna get it one way one way or the other.
1: Right. Okay, so it's (laughs) oh my goodness. So like um what so how would that affect the game then? Would like everywhere you go in a town people would just suddenly start attacking you, like kind of Chickens and Legend of Zelda style, or like kinda how would this affect the game going forward?
0: So what'll happen is that say you enter the realm of that kingdom again. Right. Um, Everyone knows who you are, what you look like, you know, whether you have a face covering or not. And they will either attack you themselves with whatever they have on hand or they'll they'll alert the local security to come and attack you.
1: Okay. And this is because you said 103 hours earlier. So this is just stuck with you for the rest of the game. There's no way of fixing it.
0: Depending on the level of, of trouble to get into uh with a death warrant no you're just run because you'll, you'll never <laughs> you'll never defeat you know what's coming your way but um on certain other things say like you rob someone you can either a choose to fight the local security and you know have the death warrant issued to you
1: mm.
0: or be arrested have all your possessions taken away or pay a fine
1: okay so like it doesn't make the game unplayable then
0: No. And from time to time, depending on what the quest requires you to do, you will have a warrant out for your (laughs) arrest.
1: Oh my goodness. And I've got to ask, because I think Katie uh, Riley, who was on our first episode, also mentioned this game. Have you been tempted to mod it at all? To do what? To, like, mod it? Like, to... Like, you know, on the internet, people have, like, changed the Uh, dragons into Thomas the Tank Engine or made the blood more explosive. All that kind of weird, crazy stuff.
0: You know, I'm more of a purist when it comes to the games. So, whatever it comes with, I want to play that game.
1: Okay, that's fair. I, I mean, from what you've told me, it doesn't sound like you're exactly starving for content as it is.
0: No, I'm pretty well set up for content. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right well then just on the off chance someone is listening hasn't played this game what's the last thing you can say to like recommend
0: someone um if you're looking for a game that will you know take some time not easy to beat get this either get oblivion or get skyrim uh they're available for consoles and pc so whatever your choosing is it's av- available for that
1: Excellent. Okay, that's pretty good pitch. All right, we've got a few minutes left. So, uh, you mentioned off the air, I got very intrigued by this because we haven't had a Star Wars game yet, believe it or not. What is your last pick? Tell everyone.
0: So, this is an old game, um, and it's because of quarantine I brought this back in. So, the official t- title to it is Star Wars Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight.
1: Okay, I must I must admit, like, I'm a fairly good connoisseur of Star Wars games, but I don't know this one. Like, kind of, where is it set, then?
0: So, this game sets up itself just after Episode 6, and you play the main character who's named uh, Kyla Katarn.
1: Oh, yes, I must confess, the Dara who runs the main channel, he... Mentions this character quite a lot. So, yeah, I think I kind of know where this is. But what's the, for for the non Star Wars fans, what's kind of the plot of this game? Yeah.
0: So, basically, the plot of it is it really picks up about five years after the original Dark Forces game. Right. And you're basically just a mercenary. You go around to do what you need to do to make your money. But then you come across a, it's an, IG unit, who has a possession of your father's. Your father's been dead for about ten or twenty years, and so after you take this item from the IG unit, you realize that your father had been working closely with what was left of the Jedi. Acquired a lightsaber, you know, basically is it's given to you through a sequence, and you come to find out that you kind of have a gift for using the Force. And as most games go with Star Wars, the more you play it, the more level-upping you can do with the Force, until you come across a, a Dark Jedi called Jarek. Uh, and it just kind of, it goes from there.
1: Okay, so this is proper, like, because I did a quick bit of Googling just uh, when the show started. This is like, this is 1997, before the prequels, before the Disney buyout, before all that kind yeah. of stuff. Why, uh, like how well has this game aged in that respect?
0: Oh, the graphics are horrible <laughs> in, the play, in gameplay.
1: <laughs> yes, I must confess, I was a huge fan of the Phantom Menace PC game that came out around that time. And just looking at these graphics, it looks quite comparable. So if not the graphics, then what's the hook? What's brought you back to this some 20 plus odd years since it came out?
0: It's really the story that goes with it. So this was the uh, first Star Wars game to actually incorporate um, actors for their cutscenes.
1: Really? I didn't know that.
0: uh, Beyond that, it was also... Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with this as well, what they did was they really built a solid storyline underneath it. So you know, with, with it being after the original trilogy, they wanted to make their own Star Wars story. And to me, that fascinated me at the time. It was one of those games of like, you know what? There is no Luke Skywalker. There is no Han Solo in this. You are Kyle and you got to find your way in this, you know, galaxy far, far away.
1: Yes, the most Star Warsy name there is. Although I've got to be honest, Luke is a fairly normal name, so I can't really talk <laughs> and like, and like, I gotta ask though. Like, um, as like a Star Wars experience, because back back in the day before the prequels, the video games kind of led the Star Wars universe. Like, how much does this kind of let you be a Jedi? Because I think the ultimate goal is kind of having a really good lightsaber simulator. Does it kind of give you that kick? Like,
0: so in the way of lightsaber combat, it's very basic. Okay. Um, you, you can't really block, but you can, of course, of course attack, mm. and you can deflect uh, a kind of blaster bolt to come your way. And the you have force powers, you have, I think it's like force jump, force heal, force speed. Um, and there's a few others as well, but if you join, uh, you can actually join dark side on this. You can go down dark path mm-hmm. on this, where you can get like force choke and uh, force lightning.
1: Okay, so it's a bit like Knights of the Old Republic. You're able to be a bit flexible with this.
0: You're kind of free with what your choices are.
1: I gotta ask now, did you get a death warrant in this game too?
0: No, uh, no survivors.
1: (laughs) I think we've discovered that you've gone down the Sith path, although the Sith word didn't exist back then.
0: You know what's funny? um, And this may be a spoiler territory. But in this game, for those who haven't played it and want to play it, it is harder to beat the game as a Sith than it is to beat it as a Jedi. Well, then that's a good lesson for life, isn't it?
1: It is. I mean, there's like 11, 12-odd movies and the Sith don't win out in the end. That's a spoiler for Episode Nine, but sure. If we're spoiling this, then we might as well spoil that too. (laughs) Did anyone at home think Palpatine was going to win? not really no of course not of course not like well then uh we're nearly at the end of our time but like i know you don't want to spoil the story but like tell us about the story anyway like how is it like a big long narrative is it complicated like i'll actually i'll ask a different question instead if you're not a big star wars fan is there something here for you to enjoy
0: i feel like you love the combat so even though you're going down the road of being a jedi and or sith um, you can still just be a gunslinger if you want to.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, so it can be a good like Han
1: Solo kind of Mandalorian simulator too.
0: Yeah, you have a whole variety of guns to play with too. So it's it's a good time either way. Excellent.
1: Okay, well then we are just about out of time. Is there anything you'd like to say to your new Irish audience before? We- um, you
0: know it's why are you doing this? So. You know, thank you for having me on for, you know, for being your first American, you know, guest. I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: of course not. And thank you very much for giving up the time. I appreciate that uh, where you're recording, it's the, right the middle of the day. So thank you for that.
0: That's well, my pleasure.
1: Excellent. Before we go one more time, uh if people have enjoyed this show and want to kind of find out more, what's your kind of Nerd One podcast about and where can they find it?
0: So really, my, my podcast uh, started off as more of a news segment, but it's evolved into more of a news, theories, um, and just all around nerdy goodness. And like I said, my, my direct source, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash nerd one. But if you go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and type in nerd one, you'll find me
1: excellent i know what you mean though uh i think the main show on our channel started as a wrestling show that became a news show that became a ranting about star wars show that became a reviewing the sims so yeah podcasts have a weird kind of evolution cycle don't they they do (laughs) well uh thank you very much vincent for taking the time to be on the show as he said you can find him at nerd1podcast. Uh, that is the end of our show. We're going to be doing only the one-guest-half-an-hour segments for the next few, so let us know if you enjoy that or if you want to go back to the double features. And, indeed, if you wish to appear on the show, you can reach us at the Game Corner Facebook page. Until then, I've been Keanu Calicorn, and he is hey, Vince Dawson. Sorry, it's a bit of a lag there. Uh, so thank you very much and we'll see you next Friday at 1 o'clock bye now bye guys for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production.